What's up, guys, and welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And today we're going to be discussing why your habits are more important than your training and nutrition. But first, if you're a new listener, two main things we hit on in this podcast, health and fitness and business. From the health and fitness side of things, we run an online health coaching business, SD Evolution, and we carry a similar theme over into this podcast. Really want to filter through all the BS that's out there, teach you how to apply things that actually make sense for yourself into your lifestyle and maintain those things and those habits for the longer term. On the business side, we have a pretty unique perspective. We are not at the top of the food chain by any means, but we have had a lot of success. We do run two six-figure companies that we built um, from scratch. So we share you know, concepts you can apply, whether you're working for yourself, working for somebody else, um, want to climb the ladder, that corporate ladder, or if you want to just take some of these themes and apply them to your general life, we do try to generalize these enough to allow you to do that because these are very foundational concepts, um, a lot of core principles and morals and values that we apply from life into business. So there's some good things you should be able to pull out in that regard. Returning listeners, if you have not yet left a review, you're fired. If you want to stay in the game, please just hit pause, go drop us a quick five star and keep rolling. But let's dive right into this thing. So Alessandra pulled up some very common questions that we get, and we're going to start firing through those on these upcoming episodes. Today is going to be all about why your habits are much more important than your training and nutrition program. I think the main reason I wanted to touch on this one is because I feel like people often look at me or you or somebody that they're following and they see us and these people sort of going through life and it seems like they just have it really easy and they're always on point with their training they're always you know tracking their macros or focused on their nutrition it doesn't seem like we struggle or anyone else struggles and I think it's important to understand that we have not always been on and on point and perfect with everything over the last decade that we've been doing this there's been seasons of life and this is really where you know it's it's what we educate our clients on is understanding that your training and your nutrition they're going to ebb and flow through all of these seasons of life sometimes your training what it looks like today will not be possible in a different season of life sometimes what you're doing with your nutrition right now might not be something that you want to do in the future based on how that season is going. So where does that leave you? Does that mean that you have to sort of just be super on point or focus on nothing at all? Or is there something that you can do sort of in the middle? And that's really where I think your daily habits and what you have built to be your quality health and wellness habits will sort of save you, quote unquote, because they allow you to keep keep that momentum and keep moving forward in a way that is relevant to your current phase of life. We talk about this directly on our sales call. So if you have been on a sales call with us, you've heard us say, you know, you're going to change what things are going to change. Basically, your application of things are going to change throughout each different phase of life. So you're not going to be training the same way all the time. You're not going to be eating the same way all the time. You might not be training at all and you might be eating completely off quote unquote plan. Um, but by understanding the core foundational principles that you're going to apply, regardless of whether or not you're tracking or training, you're going to understand how to continue to feel good, how to continue moving forward, or at minimum maintain where you're at, which we've talked about this, I think in the last episode, 
maintaining anything in life is very difficult to do. So you have to practice consistently to maintain or progress. If you're not practicing certain things consistently, then you're regressing. That's it's a matter of fact. There's nothing you can maintain or get better at by not working on. And that doesn't mean you're training in the gym six days a week or even 15 minutes a day, but you're making decisions throughout the day that are going to benefit your life in some way. Whether that's on the activity side, whether that's on the nutrition side, those are the principles, those are the habits that we're talking about here. And by keeping in three, four, five of those throughout your day, you are maintaining or progressing in all those different areas. And even something as simple as breaking a current plan to go on vacation. You have a trip coming up this weekend or you're gone for a little while. We'll talk about this with our clients. Okay, what are five things you can do every day? Can you drink a glass of water first thing in the morning? Can you take a five-minute walk at lunchtime or at some point throughout the day? Um, you know, Incorporating a plant in every meal might be a little more difficult, but if you can bring a couple things with you or on the menu go for the salad or you know, a bowl of fruit with breakfast, anything along those lines, um, reading before bed. So you're going to sleep better. Your digestion is going to be better. Energy is going to stay high. And none of these things took more than five minutes. So the longest one was the five minute walk that we outlined in that example. But those are going to help with quote unquote training, quote unquote nutrition, quote unquote mindset. Um, these are all different habits that we implement to make sure you're thriving on all levels, regardless of whether you're following your plan or not. Yeah, and I think a big misconception people have when they are sort of, you know, looking for the right fitness program or the right training plan or what to eat is that's all they're looking at. They're looking for the perfect plan on paper and they're not really taking into account how that plan fits in th into their lifestyle. So I think, you know, people often see influencers or, you know, other online famous celebrity trainers who are doing all of these things and they say, they see, oh, well, it was really successful for them. Or maybe you have a coworker or, you know, a family member who had success with a certain diet or something that they're doing. It worked really well for them. Let me try and just do it this way, their way. And that's backwards. You need to really look at your lifestyle, look at the current phase of life that you're in, look at what your recent history has been with training and nutrition and implement it that way. And usually it's going to be a lot lesser and, and a lot less in general, whether it's less intensity, less days or, you know, less, less tracking or whatever it is, you're going to inch your way forward in all, in both of those areas. But again, what that comes back around to is building those solid habits. And I'm somebody who shares a lot of my morning routines, evening routines, just routines in general with you guys on social media. And I think that sometimes it gets lost in translation. Um, you know, it looks like I'm doing all of these extravagant things in my morning routine, the cold shower, the meditation, the sometimes I'll go for a morning walk, protein, coffee, whatever it is. These things look super romanticized and perfect and almost drawn out. Like I have this this glorious two-hour morning time that I focus on my routines when in reality, everything that I do for my morning routine takes no more than maybe 15 minutes tops before I dive into work. So keep your habits super tiny. I think that is one of the most important things. And Josh talks about this often and has talked about this often with his clients is that sometimes when we think of habits, we almost mistake them for goals, right? So let's define that. A habit is a very minimal task. It's so, so tiny that it's, it can become an automatic, daily non-negotiable, 
the reason has to be a daily non-negotiable is you can't set a precedent for skipping it. Once you've skipped it once, it becomes much easier to skip it again. So you have to make it so minimal that there's no excuse to not do it. The example we give on our calls is let's say you have a goal of reading two books per month. The habit is reading two pages per night. Two pages per night is not going to get you through a book, let alone two books in an entire month. But the point is you're never going to skip that. So no matter how tired you are, how limited on time, you can always read those two pages. You can check that box. You can feel really good about it. The kicker is that more often than not, you are going to go well above me on those two pages when you have the time to sit down for a half an hour, an hour, dive through a couple chapters. Um, you're going to do that. But at the very minimum, you have accomplished your task once you've read two pages. And we're always going to assign a habit to a goal. So if we have an outline for a goal that we want to reach, a la the two, two books per month, the habit attached to that is the two pages per day. The habit is what gets you to the long-term goal. It's that minimal task you complete every single day that gets you that baby step closer to accomplishing that goal. You're not going to accomplish a goal if you don't have habits lined up to help you and assist you in that. So that's where that whole philosophy comes from. And that's where you really want to dive into when you outline what do you want to accomplish? Okay, how are you getting there? These aren't monumental tasks. The way to simplify success, the way to reach every single goal that you have is to assign very basic, very, very minimal habits that you will never skip and you're going to complete every single day. So once you get those marked off, you're going to start cruising through these goals. Yeah, your habits almost have to be laughable like they almost have to seem so insignificant and silly to you because as humans generally especially when it comes to fitness and health and wellness we like to go all in it that all or nothing mindset is prevalent in probably 99.99 percent of the clients that we have worked with over the years and it's just because you know we get really excited we we're starting this new routine or this life lifestyle and we want to go all into it and I don't think there's anything wrong with going all in but you have to set yourself up for success so if you try to change your entire life at once and try to implement 20 habits a day and you know you're starting a new training program and you're starting to check your macros and you're doing all of these new things all at once, you're going to burn out and it's going to feel overwhelming and it might last maybe a week or two or a month or two, but eventually you get to a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore because it wasn't natural and it wasn't almost too easy to implement that it just became more of this really smooth and in alignment thing for you, if that makes sense. Four or five habits in a day is probably the sweet spot because you have enough in there to obviously make strides but it's not crunching in 15, 20 different things because those all individually might be great habits, but put them all together and it's probably way too much. And there are things that are, aren't going to be daily non-negotiables. They're going to be things you do a few times a week, a couple times a week, and that's not a habit. A habit is something you do every single day without even thinking about it. Um, and that's really you know, what we hit on as far as building positive momentum. We start getting, let's say, three, four, or five habits in a day. You check one box, you feel really good about it. You're motivated to get the, to the next box. Check that box, awesome, I wanna get to the next one. So you're doing all these positive things, you feel really good, you're building that positive momentum, and then decisions you're making throughout the day that aren't necessarily habits, but just different choices you have, you're making the better choice. That is the 1% better every day mantra that you hear. That's, that's the nuts and bolts of 1% better every day. These tiny little things, habits and decisions that may seem minimal in the moment, but you're doing better and better at navigating those and making better choices. So you're improving much more efficiently over time. And that's how you're reaching those goals. Yeah. I'm going to be bold here and say our clients who 
have the most success and have had success long after they're done working with us in the long term. We've been doing this, we've been online coaching for just under a decade now. So we have clients who, some of them have been with us from the start and are still with us, but you know, we keep tabs on all of our clients. And I will say the ones who have the most success are not perfect with their training and nutrition. They have not been perfect with checking in and, you know, crushing all the boxes every single week and there isn't really anything for them to work on. Those are not the people who have had the long-term success. It's the people who have continued to show up and put in work on those daily habits. It's the people who find the way to make those daily habits happen regardless of what that day looks like. And again, that goes back to making it a super easy and simple thing that you know with 100% certainty that you can adhere to, those people are the ones who live the healthiest quote-unquote lifestyle and have such a high level of wellness in their lives that they just surpass everybody else because no matter what's going on, no matter if you know they move or they get married or they're pregnant or they go on eight vacations a year or they travel a lot for work or they work 65, 70, 80-hour work weeks, The people who have solidified those habits that make them feel good have the most success and are able to sustain their results longer than everybody else. I'll compound on that. We can probably predict, not probably, we can predict long-term success based on how well you complete your habits. So in our weekly check-ins, we have four universal habits that every client we expect to complete on a daily basis. So we'll work with them on things they want to work on on their own. Um, But we have four that are just very basic, very minimal, but universally beneficial. So every client has these. A client can nail their macros for three weeks straight. If their habit section looks like a checkerboard, I can tell it's not going to last. So this is probably someone who's currently in the all or nothing mindset that we then have to reframe and kind of build in and focus on doing those minimal things because you're not going to track macros perfectly forever. You're not going to be in your training training program perfectly forever, but those habits you can be dialed into, even if they change, you're dialed into specific habits perfectly for the longer term. And that's what we're talking about, this, this scale of habits being more important than your training nutrition program, because you can get away with flexibility on that side of things, but you can't if your habits are not dialed in. If your habits are on point, you can maintain everything a whole lot better and progress a lot more easier. So getting back to what I was talking about, if those habits aren't fully dialed in, but the training program and the nutrition program are on point and they're seeing great results in the short term, I can predict a pretty good speed bump down the road based on that. That's my, my crystal ball is if you can't dial that in first or at a certain point, that other side is going to become outweighed because you're going to fall off. Everything's going to knock you off a little more easily. Um, so keep that in mind. And that's, that's kind of the scale that we're looking at here with this, uh, the theme of this podcast. And I think that's the benefit of having a coach too, right? Like it's really hard to be objective with yourself when it comes to looking at your your overall consistency and adherence of the week, never mind the month and three month and six month plan. Like having somebody who's not directly in your life physically to sort of look at all of the data, look at how consistent you've been with habits, look at what your training and nutrition has been doing. Like that is such an underrated piece of the puzzle to have that person there because I mean I've I've brought myself through many of cuts reverse diets different fitness goals and I've also have had coaches and I've gotten to my goals so much faster when I had somebody 
looking objectively at what was happening and could guide me based on the actual data rather than emotions or, you know, how I was feeling. So, you know, having that guidance is a, it's a big missing puzzle piece for a lot of people. And even this week on a lot of our consult calls, how many people said, I know what I need to be doing. I just can't seem to do it. How many times do people say that on our consult calls? It's all of them. And that's, that's habits and that's accountability. And that is where, when you're talking about working with a coach, you know, we can follow a plan on our own. We can set out macros. We can set out a training program. We can do that consistently. But what happens is if you have a, if you don't have a good coach, you're not able to objectively look at the bigger picture. So if you are fully dialed in and you're not seeing great results, there are reasons for that happening. And that's because the little things are falling through the cracks. The little things are the first things we throw out the window. But as we just talked about, the little things are the most important things. So if you're throwing those out the window, that's why you're not having success. So accountability, not even in the areas that you're probably thinking, is the most important aspect of having a coach. So like I said, training, nutrition, easy peasy, the habits, the mindset, the movement, that's the hard stuff. That's why we encompass the entire variation of our SDE method, those five different pillars. So bringing it back, reeling it back in one more time, having a coach to hold you accountable in the small areas you're not currently thinking about is the biggest detriment. If you don't have that coach is the biggest detriment uh, to your success. Yeah. Oftentimes too, I find that the people who say, I know what I need to be doing. I just can't seem to do it and take action also are missing a lot of puzzle pieces too, like they, that they're just not aware that they need to be doing. So there's always something to learn. There's always an opportunity to grow and evolve and get that 1% better every day. And, you know, we should never get to a point where we say we know everything because even (laughs) Josh and I do not know everything. And we've been doing this for a decade, nutrition, training, wellness, fitness, this field is constantly evolving. We're constantly learning new things about you know, how to best go about living a healthy lifestyle. So you will never get to a point where you know everything. And I don't say that to sound defeating, but it can almost be flipped and viewed as something that's exciting because we're constantly evolving as humans. The field is constantly evolving and there's always an opportunity for you to continue to improve your lifestyle. And that's such a beautiful thing. And to kind of jump onto that bandwagon, you're learning new things, you're trying new things, you're training in a different way, you're eating in a different way. And that doesn't mean you can't see something that's new and flashy and that's not extreme and say, hey, I wanna try that, let me see what it does for me. You do those things, you establish new habits, you establish new programs, and those are the ebbs and flows of life that we're talking about. Some of those are going to be more heavily involved in tracking macros or in a specific, more rigid training program. Some of those are gonna allow a little more flexibility, but by, again, adapting and keeping core habits in place, you're going to feel really good. And to kind of go off of what we've discussed in a couple podcasts recently, I've actually shifted my schedule. So my entire training side of things looks totally different. I'm now training MMA. So I'm boxing and grappling almost every day of the week, if not every day, um, weekday, not the weekends. And then I was still training initially five, six days a week. And I hit a wall where I was completely burnt out. So my entire regimen had to shift. I had to scale back the volume of my my resistance training to accommodate for the increase in activity. Um, eating stayed about the same as far as structure, just you know, adding a little more fuel to the fire there with calories. 
but the habits never shifted. Still sleeping the same way, still focusing on plants, still focusing on water, still focusing on daily movement, um, and just keeping those things in place. So I was able to steady the ship. So you're able to apply different things in different ways. And those are the ebbs and flows of life. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to branch out. Just have a plan and make sure that plan includes habits to keep you steady. All right, you guys. Well, we will keep it short and sweet with this topic. I hope that you were able to learn something or just open your mind to a new perspective on a specific thing that we said. But as always, thank you so much for tuning into us. Josh, where can I find you? At Josh Skutnik. I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. Everything else you may need is in the show notes and we will catch you in the next one. Mm-hmm.